Many real estate agents across Australia confidently refer Property Insurance Plus to their clients as they recognise the price and benefit value of their policy combined with the client-focused service they deliver. They offer a comprehensive building and landlord insurance facility and have formed a powerhouse to present the very best in investment property insurance. Contact PIP today to find out more. Hi, I'm Ashley Goodchild and welcome to the PM Collective Podcast, where I invite you to listen to opinions and stories that are relevant in the property management world. I hope you enjoy today's episode. Today, we're talking about culture and property management stress. Thank you, Donna, Leah, Jamie, for joining me today. We um, we all have really different businesses and we catch up once a month and we talk about managing staff culture and stress quite a bit. And um, you guys would probably have to be the three best people to speak to when it comes to this. So I'm pretty excited to share um, with everyone what our offices do in regards to staff culture and maintaining that longevity with staff members. Um, So I'm going to kick it off with Jamie because you're a bit of a guru when it comes to this. And um, I want you to share a few things that you do in your office that you feel um, maintains your staff culture. I think, Ash, the first, thank you, Ash, for having me. I think the first thing with staff culture, though, is, is you've got to create the culture. So for us, the question has to be, what's the Empire brand? So we have some very, very funny key points. We have things like educate, connect, go beyond. Um, but we also have quite a funny one called Fruit Loop Specialists because we like to think that we <laughs> handle Fruit Loops pretty well. Um, we have a joke that we eat them for breakfast, a little bit like superheroes. So I think the first thing for us is you've got to find the people that meet your culture. So my culture will be absolutely different to everybody else's. Um, you know, I do jokingly say when people come in, we don't walk around with face masks, even though we have photos of those. So uh, on our website. So I think the very first thing is definitely staff culture. The people that you get have to align to your brand. And if you don't know what your brand is, then you can't find the right people. Um, the other thing that I think we um, do love in relation to dealing with stress is communication profiles. So not only do we do communication profiles for each of our team members, um, but we also do a lot of training on it. So I can tell you um, which one of my team members likes you to talk really quickly, which one of them talks really slowly and has to tell you a story, um, how they like their communication. And I think the one other thing that we do try to do a lot in our office is have a lot of fun um, and we eat a lot. So, so yeah, it always comes back to the food. Um, but going back to those staff profiles that you've done, um, you outsource that with someone, don't you? We do. So we have um, a sort of what we would call a performance coach on hand all the time. So we try, we try to have two trainers um on our team at any one stage, um, and they could be very different. The one that we do keep on board definitely gets us to understand each other and communicate more. So, uh, for example, I do know with some of my team that they're literally visual learners. So, if I put something, don't put anything up on the board that's pretty and attractive, it doesn't work for them. Whereas some of them need to listen to me, um, and some of them are just gut learners. So, I think. For our team, we know how each other person communicates and we also like to know about how the other person does and then how to adjust for that. And I think that helps you learn about your clients because your clients are different. And you, um, I think you've mentioned before, you actually do that as like a bit of a staff workshop so that you all sit around together 
and you talk about each other's personalities. We do. We, 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 yeah. you, you're supposed to not laugh about it. Like no, the trainer I, does come in, but yeah. you can't help it. One of our team members is a seven-time convincer, which cracks us up, which sounds weird. But before what? she'll make a decision on what she has for lunch, she has to think about it seven times. And it drives us bonkers. So now in the office, we're like, you know, we, I won't say names, but oh, we know that she'll know her answer in about 24 minutes once she's thought about it seven times. So it's just those really funny things, especially when you've got someone who's like, yes, that's what I'm doing and I'm doing it straight away. So, But, but it also helps reduce any frustrations that people might have with that person yes. as well. So we always get each person to present on the other person in the team each month. So you have to spend five minutes with another person that you work with. And then in our staff meeting, you present on them. And it's quite interesting because you do learn quite a bit. Staff meetings, how often are you doing them? Um, we do our PM meeting, so our property management team meeting uh, fortnightly. We do our strata management meeting weekly, and then we do a mass team meeting monthly. And you tell me more about Wellness Week? Oh, okay. So we have Wellness Month. Wellness so um, each, pers- each person takes a turn to do Wellness Month. Um, you're allowed to spend $500 and it could be random. You know, some someone does um, $500 to charity and we all have to present to charity. Um, someone might do gifts. Someone might do soup for the day. Someone might do a whole pile of different items for $500. We've gone to mini golf, those sort of things. So they're Team building exercises, um, and I must admit, sometimes we do things that I really don't like, like salt floats and all those sort of things. Oh, but I they're salt floats, really. But they're chosen by the team members, so at least you get to know what are the things that they think are for wellness. Um, and the other thing that I do like is pretty things. So I'm always buying pretty things around the office. I'm always buying the team members something, but I think that's more the fact that I know a lot of my team are visual. Like they like pretty things around them. They, they like, like a pretty like office. They like a candle on their desk and They do, flowers. but it might be my shopping habit that I'm actually it's got nothing using. to do with you wanting to spend money at all. <laughs> <laughs> no, Leah, it's not. It's called supporting the economy. <laughs> Hashtag support local. As we all buy rocket books. <laughs> <laughs> Love rocket books. That's like a whole other session, I think. Um, and do you have employee of the month? We do. Month? So on that monthly meeting, we do have an employee of the month. Um, each staff member has to nominate someone. Uh, it, it could be for any what we call deed going beyond. Um, but for example, last month it was getting a bit tired. So instead I did a staff survey, like how well do you know four key points? Um, and the winner was actually the person that got the highest score. So we, we do try to change it up all on the basis of trying to recognize good deeds and knowing your team member. So while I think it's really awesome, I think you would probably be the best implementer when it comes to staff culture. For me, it sounds pretty exhausting. Like it sounds like a full-time job, like just managing staff culture, but does it take you long or are you in that good sort of um, routine? I think I believe in outsourcing. So um, if I decided our team culture, I think it would have been a problem. So instead we got a consultant in to come in and, and brainstorm for a day to create our culture. And I think once it's actually created, it's okay because everyone understands it. But you're right, it is exhausting. Like I, I don't actually physically manage properties myself. I don't do the strata management side of things. I almost feel like my part is just supporting our team. Um, but I do think it's important to get external consultants in. You can't be everything to everyone. So where possible, I bring people in. So I'll go next with my opinion because 
it's the complete polar opposite of Jamie and then Donna and Leah are sort of in between, I think. Um, so for me, I've got three staff that are going on long service leave or have been on long service leave in the last of 12 months. So I sort of think that we've got an excellent culture as well. But where we are a bit different is that we um, have, we don't spend a lot of money on staff culture. So for example, we do do a quarterly girls night um, and we're predominantly girls in the office anyway. And there's only a few guys that don't get an invite for it. And I don't think they'd want to come anyway, but we do a, um, a quarterly girls night out. So we just go out, whether it's to Frio or Mount Lawley, um, and just go hang out. And that's quite a good reset for any, for all of us. So if we've got any like little things going on in the office, that's, um, yeah, it's a good reset. So we do that. But the thing with our team is that they are very supportive of each other. And I purposely also try to make sure that I have enough hours in the day where I do stay out of the office. Um, because I feel that if I'm always there, then I'm a very easy person just to ask questions and talk to. And I like the girls developing their own culture and support network between themselves and, and sort of not me as much. So what will happen is, um, just about every single day, they would have, um, they'll take it in turns to do a cheese board or buy a box of ice creams or fill up the lolly jar. Or we've just, um, I'm pretty excited about it, but we've just like revamped like a little afternoon tea trolley. Have you guys seen that? Yes, yeah, yes. it's pretty cool. I like it. Um, the and- drinks cart, Ash. Let's call it the drinks cart. <laughs> it did look remotely like a drinks cart on Instagram. That's because you couldn't see the second shelf underneath. <laughs> correct, correct. And and it, we call it like we have a, that's our communal table. So our communal table means that anything on there is for everyone to share. And oh, um, <laughs> or the fridge. The fridge yeah. is fair game. <laughs> but we have, um, we have like, you know, probably twice or three times a week, there's someone who's like over made dinner the night before and they bring it in for everyone's lunch. Or, you know, I made banana muffins for my kids the other morning and they turned their nose up at them. So I brought them in for everyone. And I think for us, we've created that staff culture just by sharing. Um, and and that works really, really well in our office. And, um, you know, just little things like if someone's going to go get coffees in the morning, they'll ask around and they'll get a coffee for whoever wants one. And then, you know, the next person, the other, you know, the other property manager knows it's then their turn to get it. And it's sort of like an unspoken staff culture. So I personally don't spend I spend zero dollars on staff culture, but I also still believe we've got a good staff culture. Um, so same as Jamie, she's got a good staff culture, but she's created it a little bit differently. So um, very, very different from that point of view. Um, so I think Donna and Leah are probably in between that. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Today's wonderful sponsor is Property Assist WA. Shannon and her team are really committed to assisting property managers' workload by assisting them with outsourcing services like routine inspections, final bond inspections and property condition reports. Keep your property managers doing what they love and outsource the things they don't to a company that thrives on positive feedback and guarantees a premium personalised service with a smile. The vision of Property Assist WA is to make a difference to the quality and perception of property managers, enabling you to keep your clients happy whilst improving the efficiency of your staff. Leah. <laughs> Leah. <laughs> I, I think, um, we're, yeah, we probably are um, a little bit in between. We're probably the largest team out of the four of us. I think we've got 35-odd staff. Um, are they, are they all odd? 
Yes, definitely. <laughs> absolutely. We're, we're, we're like a dysfunctional family at times. I mean, I think there's somewhere between 10 to 15 of us that have been there in that 10 to 15 year bracket, um, which is which is a long time given that the owners bought it only 15 or 16 years ago. Um, one of the things I heard a long time ago was y- your culture is what you don't accept in an office. And I think that that's something that we sat down early on and the owners of the business um, are very, very strong in their leadership and very, very strong in putting down the values of the business. And that's something that we really try to recruit for. And we ask a lot of questions around when we're bringing people into the team. Um, nobody wants to bring people on for six or 12 months. Um, it's a tough job. And it's, I think you've got to create that environment and we're probably not as not as fun as as Jamie um in in some of the things that we do we're we're probably a bit more conservative but and we look at it more than we've got a lot of families in the office a lot of guys with young families they're not interested in doing a lot of things outside of work with the rest of the team we do we spend enough time together um but I think we look at it from providing a lot of support we've got a lot of administrative support to our property management team we've got a lot of backup support I think that's what's helped us create the culture um, and keep people there a long time. Um, we do do some fun things, so it's not completely. It's not you completely. do shoes. We do shoes. So one of the best things we did, um, the, the boss hired a bus and um, opened the Witness store after hours, had champagne and cupcakes, um, took all the girls in the office, I think it was about 20 of us at the time, and said, ladies, any two pairs of sh- uh, shoes in the store. So we ripped the place apart. There was not one shoe <laughs> left on the shelf in that store. It was like girls were almost in tears. They were so excited. Um, we had one girl who actually started that week and she just sat on the floor and looked at me and said, I am never leaving. So um, we also do a Bogan bonfire um, mid-year. Um, the boss has got uh, quite a bit of land, so we go up to his place and have a bonfire, very Hello. relaxed. Is that legal? Yes, yes, yes. Compliant. Yes, no, only, only in uh, fire season. Um, but, you know, everybody puts a flanny on and a, and a beanie and, and goes up to the block and um, has a beer. It's very relaxed. Um, that's something that our team seems to like, something a little bit more, more informal. Um, but, yeah, look, I, I think for us it's, it's definitely setting that standard of what you're not going to accept, um, which helps create the culture that we have. And do you do like employee of the month or anything like that? Uh, not so much. We do loyalty awards now. So we give gifts at five years, 10 years, 15 years. Um, we do a quarterly staff meeting where um, we have a uh, anonymous survey. We do a survey monkey of asking questions um, of the team. And during that survey, you can nominate a team member and for a reason. So we we call we discuss them at the meeting. There's not sort of an award as such, but it's quite entertaining um, as to what people are getting awarded for and why. It's usually around food. Now, Leah, you, I even do remember, though, that your team even has done a year where there's been some poems written of each team member as well, though. Oh, yes, yes. that was fantastic. We One of our um, end-of-year parties, uh, you instead of a Kris Kringle, you pulled somebody's name out of a hat and you had to write a, a poem or a limerick um, about that particular person. So those of you who have heard... Um, Mark Grogan speak before or seen any of his videos, I was lucky enough to have Mark Grogan write one about me. So it was three pages long. So, <laughs> <laughs> Donna, what about you? 
Yeah, look, um, some of these girls have stolen my thunder, but I'm very much aligned with what Leah said. It's about the people that you bring into the organisation. And um, many, many years ago, I had a boss that said to me, you employ for attitude and you train for skills. And to me, it's more important about the person coming into the organisation, how they're going to fit. Um, We have, um, I decided, you know, pretty much back then through a bit of trial and tribulation that I wouldn't employ experienced property managers. Um, I wanted people to come and work in our organisation because they wanted to learn and they wanted to grow and they wanted a career and they had set their sights. I didn't want somebody that was running away um, from a portfolio that they had mismanaged and it was just easier to walk out the door and walk into a new office and and have to fit in with with, with other people. Um, a lot of what we do also revolves around food. Um, our team all bake. Um, they incredible bakers and we often get little treats um, along along the way. Um, but I also did a survey a few years back and I'm very lucky to have had long-term team members, um, even somebody that returned in December to do a maternity leave contract. She'd been with me five years prior to moving to a different state. Um, and I asked them what I guess, triggered their um, their priorities. You know, was it flexibility of hours? Was it uh, income? Um, was it support? What was it that, you know, they had a preference to? And everybody except the one person that said money, uh, who's no longer there um, through her own choice, um, uh, wanted flexibility. So I've always worked on the basis of trust that my team, uh, if they do arrive to work late, um, I know they'll make it up somewhere. If they, you know... Um, uh, need to go to a school concert or they need to leave early to take somebody to somewhere, um, that's okay. Um, and certainly COVID has shown that um, that trust does not mean misplaced because um, the team worked incredibly well from home, you know, as a result of that. And I think a lot of it is around trust, trusting your staff um, and they will they will give back. Yeah, I think that that's one thing that we are, um, are very good at and that's we don't have any of our staff members miss a, a school assembly with a merit certificate or I've got one girl at the moment who wants to coach her daughter's netball team. So every, you know, second Tuesday she's going to finish a little bit early to do that. So, And I do trust them that they will make up the time um, on the weekends, whether it's just checking emails and handling, you know, after hours phone calls and things like that. Um, so it is a, a real give and take. Um, let's finish off with Christmas parties. What do we all do for Christmas parties? I'm going to start. So thanks, Ash. It's um, Jamie. I have a spending problem. So, um, <laughs> so again, um, for me, I go a little bit crazy. Um, I, I do let the team members decide and we make it an all-day thing. I think the hardest thing is sometimes working out whether we want to do it on a weekend or whether we want to do it on a weekday. That's probably just, the hardest one. So, um, so just quickly touching base on that, I remember working with a, a business consultant many years ago and he actually said that if you want it to be a compulsory thing, then you need to do it on a weekday um, and be, just in case you have, you know, the odd staff member who really doesn't like doing um, things outside of work, but if you make it a Friday, it's compulsory or a Saturday, then you can't help if people don't want to go. We started doing it with on the weekend with partners and I must admit we have definitely gone, Ash, towards um, during office hours within the team. And I think it's because sometimes your partner can be standing around or your kid can be standing around not feeling like they're part of the, the gossip and the culture that's going on. So we tend to try doing an all-day thing. So we do something like, you know, you get on a bus, you go to a winery um, and I do like to do um, – 
sort of big, silly presents for everyone. So I do tend to spend about $300 to $500 on each person um, to do like a a gift that I think is them, but I love gift giving. I've got, a, as I said, a spending problem. So I like to know, I watch over the year the things that they've liked or wanted and I try to get them a personalised gift at the end of the year. So now we all really want to work with Jamie. So if you do want a job, get in touch with her at Empire. I was just going to say that. <laughs> send your resume to Jamie. <laughs> Absolutely. I'll send mine too. Um, we have we give the staff the choice as well. So um, last year we gave them the choice of what to do and whether the partners are invited or not. And to be honest, none of our staff really want their partners to come along. So it makes it quite easy. Um, and But we don't mind either way. Actually, maybe we did two partners last year. Yeah, no, I think actually majority rules, we did two partners last year. Naked man at the pool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, and, and only a few people are going to get that joke, so thanks for that, Donna. Um, <laughs> but that was a bit of a shocker, actually. Last year we um, had a Mexican party, so everyone says we want a house party, Mexican theme with partners, and we did do that. And I may or may not have forgotten <laughs> to feed to feed the staff and um, save to <laughs> These are bonding moments though, Ash. They were, they were very much bonding moments. Absolutely. And we had a great time. And yeah, some of us only lasted a few hours. So I think I think Bill actually, my business partner, he was home, you know, like two hours later. And I actually remember looking at what he'd drunk, thinking, geez, he must have had like a lot to drink. But then he had this like Japanese, Japanese sake or something. And there was literally like, I don't know a sixth of the bottle that had been drunk <laughs> that was it. But, yeah, we forgot to feed everyone, so that wasn't a good move, and I don't think we'll be doing that again. But we um, have always liked the winery tour, so it's great fun. Um, and we also try and do it on a Friday as well. Now, I think that's sort of a fair um, compromise for everybody as well. So that is what we do for ours. We, um, we do secret Santas, so um, we just pick somebody out of a lucky dip and we only have a very small budget so that you might be like $20 and um, each year we take it in turns to do Secret Santa my way or Bill's way. So um, that's where you go around the circle and you all pick a number and you pick out the present but Bill likes to play it that if you don't, um, like you get the option of picking the present before you or a new one from the centre of the pile and I don't like doing it that way. So I... So, yeah, so the other way of doing it is just to get a present for you. And that's <laughs> yeah. it. No, I like the swap steal. I like the swap steal. I think the steal. Everyone seems to like the steal, but, yes. yeah, so we alternate You're with You're too that. nice, Ash. We like the steal. Yeah, but there's, there's only, you know, it's like there's always like four like really good presents and you might as well just give it to the person with the last number. That's all. I think, you know, I find it a bit boring, but... That's just, that's, just, that's just me. Um, okay, Christmas parties for you guys. Uh, our end of year is probably quite a bit more conservative. Um, we generally will shut the office um, on a Friday, go out for lunch, um, generally go out. I think last year we did Bathers Beach House. Done phrases usually go somewhere a little bit nicer, but to be honest, um, our team generally likes the um, mid-year bonfire. Um, but, yeah, fairly conservative, but... Everyone goes out, has a nice lunch, has a few drinks and um, enjoys the afternoon. I think that's a nice balance though. You've got the the bonfire, you know, in the middle of the year and then your Christmas party at the end. So at least you've got, you know. The balance. The balance. I think it's good. Um, 
in terms of Christmas, um, I've always tried to surprise the staff. I've always tried to do something fine dining, go somewhere that they wouldn't necessarily always go. Um, I've previously hired limousines to get people to where they need to be and pick them up um, just to add a little element of um, niceness uh, to the event. Um, we've gone through stages where we haven't done Secret Santas and we've mostly had an end of year party because we do have a team member um, for religious purposes doesn't celebrate Christmas. Um, we have converted to Secret Santas in the last couple of years, which just had an element of fun. What budget uh, would you have for that? Secret Santas is about $25. Um, and then from a company point of view, um, we've always given cash bonuses at, um, at Christmas. Excellent. All right, well, I think that covers everything with staff culture. And as you can see, like we are all completely different, have different sized businesses, spend different amounts of money. Don't think there's a right or a wrong, but it's just really interesting to um, for everyone to see how other offices do it. And I think that's the purpose of these podcasts as well, is just to have that open discussion because the four of us, we um, quite often talk about these things, but... I don't think it's something that people talk about a lot. So it's really good to share all our opinions and our stories with you. And hopefully it resonates with some of you. And um, look forward to you checking into the next podcast. Tap Plumbing and Gas covers all Perth areas from Mandurah to Two Rocks and has a team of plumbing, drainage and hot water experts. They have an amazing reputation for their excellent service and quality workmanship on time, every time, and it is easy to see why they are a favourite to many Perth property managers. Whether you just need some friendly advice or an obligation-free quote, look no further than On Tap Plumbing and Gas.